0: Hey, thank you for tuning in to my podcast, From My Mat to Yours, hosted by yours truly Kenya Marsh, Certified Yoga Instructor. On last week's episode, I went in to some personal experiences as to why I started, and I raised the question as to why you should start practicing yoga. And provided some ways to think what is your true purpose and intent. This week's episode, it's going to be how can you find the right yoga teacher for you? So, are you ready to get into some information? Me too. Let's get started. I'm often Asked By new yoga students Or those who want to start practicing yoga How to find a good yoga teacher And this goes in cases If you're looking to find The right yoga studio Or a private yoga instructor That can come to your house If you have that space So I'm going to give you some ideas On a technique that can help you filter out which teacher is the right fit for you and your style that you gravitate to. The first thing I want to suggest is before you start looking for that one, go out there and explore. Try the different styles of yoga first to see which gel for you. Take a gym class, see how it goes in a group setting you could take a semi-private lesson at a yoga studio if there's one in your town if not there are a lot of teachers online including myself that offer classes one-on-ones mentorships and so forth but the key is test out you know Sometimes there's some promotions out there Where you can take on a free class That way it will be like a good introduction To see if you both are a right fit for each other So if you have done that And you kind of have an idea on what style you like You just You couldn't It just didn't gel with you in the right way So it kind of turned you off from practicing yoga I want you to try this technique and give it another go and then see if this helps you find that right teacher so this technique that I'm referring to it's called CALM C-A-L-M and these factors are based on a criteria that your yoga instructor should meet before you continue on with a second class from them Calm gets its name from four main factors. The first being communication, next is assist, another is listen, and last is modification. For the right yoga teacher, you should be answering with a yes to all four factors. Let's talk about communication. The questions you want to ask yourself and make a mental note of And the communication factor would be these questions. Does your yoga teacher talk to you or at you? Does your yoga teacher address you and other students in a matter of mutual respect? Can you ask the question during class time? Does your teacher show you compassion as well as towards other students. Does your yoga teacher take the time to lead you through a guided meditation or relaxation afterwards? So those are just some questions together, and you can come up with a few of your own. Ideally, in a communication factor, you just want to know is do you have that communication? Do you feel open to ask a question? I wouldn't really ask a question during class unless it's during a split after you've done your warm-up and the teacher presents a moment for those questions. There are some cases where a teacher would walk by for assist, you can ask a question then as well. But Things you want to look out for is when you're in a class, if you feel that you are alone and you have no clue what you're doing and you're going through the class and you still feel lost, that class may not be for you because there's no vibe, there's no communication between you and said instructor. Now, some instructors may um, be walking the floor, looking out, but you might feel they're being favorable to others compared to yourself and that may be the case if that is I wouldn't recommend going back to that class I would recommend trying another class or you know at the end of the class you can express how you feel in a non-confrontational way and then maybe the next class that awareness will actually help that instructor provide you with a better experience the second time around So that's where the communication goes. If you feel the first time you've completed a class and you feel that there was something missing, sometimes instructors are open for those feedbacks because that can help them better themselves and better the experience for you and others that may feel the same way but are afraid to state that concern. That's another thing you want to keep in mind when it comes to communication. As far as the last question I brought up with, if your teacher provides you with a guided meditation or relaxation at the end of the class, depending on that class, you may not get that. So again, gym versus yoga studio. Yoga studios, in most cases, is going to guide you through the whole process. Bringing you up, working you out, mellowing you down. And relax in you to reset. In a gym, it's gonna be a different intent. That's where you're just gonna be going, going, going. And depending on if you take which class you signed up for, you may not get that because that's what you signed up for. So you want to keep that in mind. And that again goes back to last week's episode when I talked about your intent, your why. What are you looking to gain out of it? Once you know. Your why, you can identify what class you would want to take that would aid you in that why. I just want to touch a little bit on the meditation portion. Meditation and relaxations are major aspects of a yoga practice. There are yoga teachers who just want to get their workout done, hence, if you're in a gym, you sign up for power yoga. That's all you're going to get. But you want to be aware wa- of yoga teachers who are just so important that they feel they don't have that time for you. So say if you have that concern and you waited for the class to complete and you, have a, you see there's like a little window of opportunity where you can approach the instructor and just ask a general concern or address a general concern. And you get cut off. I wouldn't go back and practice with that person. I would find someone else who would actually make the time to, to have a conversation with you. So you want to keep that in mind. Some students love this, where the teacher's just cut and dry in and out, and that's it. But some don't. So the key. I want you to take from the communication Is that you want to be able to Pick a yoga teacher Where you feel comfortable That if you have A genuine concern You feel comfortable Getting the answers you seek Without Feeling talked down to Without feeling Being treated like a child You want That mutual respect you provide them the utmost respect and you get the same back in return and it should be a two-way street a two-way communication channel that's what i want you to take away from the communication factor so if you found someone that do that that is the one yes that you have a good teacher the next factor we're going to talk about is assist some key questions you want to make a mental note of Or does your yoga teacher care about your form? Will your teacher give you a verbal or physical assist during your yoga class? Are props encouraged in your yoga classes? See, some students never have major problems with alignment, and some do. But if your teacher doesn't give verbal cues, what does that tell you? So, if you ever taken the class and you've noticed you're just going through the class and you're not even getting something to just let you know okay make sure when you're doing this you use your fingertips avoid overextending so you won't hurt and so on and so on those are the verbal cues you want to listen out for because you have to think. in most cases you take a yoga class it's like 30 of you in the air or if you're in a more intimate class It's like a 10 of you It's only one instructor So an instructor can't get around to everyone at once But the verbal cues will be a keynote that everyone could listen to Because we understand Yoga is unique for each and every individual There is no cookie cut way to look in a practice It's more in how you feel in that practice but the verbal cues will help you from making some common mistakes as yoga instructors we see. And you want to establish that communication. If they approach you, you know, they have your permission to place a hand on, to provide you some assistance. And as long as you're comfortable with that, you let them know. If you're not, you let them know. So that is something as far as what the assisting goes. As you are assisted in your practice and you're reminded, because sometimes you feel your masteriness pose mentally, but physically you're not there. And it's not more so of a force, but it's just a slight adjustment. Say for instance, if you're doing the warrior one posture, and you typically you feel you have it, you're Let's say we are bending the right knee You feel your knees bent And The teacher will approach you And just make sure it's t- Pointing out and not pointing in Some cues Such as that will help you Oh yeah I feel Let me slightly adjust my knee outwards And not have it turned in Or just a simple Feet adjustment Just a little slight turn Just those little cues that we sometimes overlook. We feel we're in it, but we just forgot to follow through. So you want to make sure that you are in a space with a yoga teacher that if they're not physically assisting you, they're at least providing you those verbal reminders on how to adjust. Because the key is, the verbal reminders, the more you hear it, the more you remember to make those corrections. So if you're at home you would remember how to safely practice at home. And this goes both ways. If you're not in a studio and you have a private yoga teacher that comes to your home, that they're providing you the physical or verbal cues. If you don't have access to have a teacher come to you and you are taking a class online, you want to make sure you are taking classes from someone that is definitely providing these verbal lookouts, verbal cues, as you're following along how to do it. The next one we're going to touch on is the listening factor. So with the listening factor, these questions you want to bring up in your mind. Does your yoga teacher take the time to listen to your feedback? Is your yoga teacher in the moment with the class? See, once in a while, there's a yoga instructor who runs the It's All About Me show. Look at me, watch me do this, and go forth. Not all teachers are like that. You, Most teachers care about you and, and your progress and what are you looking to get out of it, which... Bonus is if you come in or you've established with your private yoga instructor your why. What are you looking to gain? What is your intent? That is going to help you. You're gonna see more of the benefits, and I would recommend with a private instructor or with a semi-private class. Private it would be like one-on-one. Semi-private would be like, uh, I would say like two to five max students. It's more of an intimate setting. And I'm more of an advocate for the intimate settings. If you're looking to progress and seek progress and get that attention that you need to get you started on the right foot. The group classes are great if you kind of got a hang of it And you want to dive into something new But as a beginner I would look in more to that private one That one that could introduce you to Creating your workshop in your home But you feel, even though that yoga teacher is on the computer you feel as if they're right next to you that is the key of having a good teacher you feel that connection even though it's not you're not in the same physical location but the answers you're thinking of is being addressed you get the awareness that you need to gradually have that form and it makes you come back for more and more that's where you know you're getting into having that right yoga teacher. That one is focusing on you, focusing on your progress, focusing on helping you grow. So that is something and and then you have that open line communication, you get the assistance, and you feel that they can listen to your questions provide you the feedback and you feel that you can just talk to them about anything not necessarily as your therapist because that's not our role but you feel comfortable I'm having a struggle today I couldn't even roll out my mat and then they will help you stay motivated and inspired that's the listening and that goes to me hand in hand with the communication as well the last factor i want to address is the modification does your teacher allow modification in props believe it or not some teachers may not do that so if your teacher discourages props you're probably not in the right place and that depends because there's some class props are not needed maybe but i know based on The students that I teach privately, they love having the props because they have troubles going into the full posture. So, using the props provides them the confidence that they need. I have students who started out with props who don't need the props, but the props gave them that boost because... I like dealing with my students where They don't believe in themselves So for me I love to help Build that belief Change that I can't to that I can Because I always share my journey with them I couldn't do half the things I can do now And I used the props When I needed Some days I still needed Some days I don't But I believed eventually that I could So I did So it's all a belief And it's Having that teacher that can help You see the belief And to see the proof Behind that belief Opens up your eyes And it opens you To a whole new process You know, a whole new viewpoint You have a different perspective So props is key and it should be encouraged because again we're all unique we have different body types we have different body structures to where our yoga poses even though it's it looks textbook it is not because some people are naturally flexible some people aren't some people naturally have hyperextensions and it's not going to injure them some don't some have long arms some have short arms some have long torsos and short torsos so because of these factors and many others so because of these factors And many others, you don't have those problems if you use props. Because having the use of props actually provides you a window of opportunity to achieve the pose that works for you. And we'll save that for another episode when we get more onto props. But that is something I want you to keep in mind when you are looking for your teacher. So to summarize this, <clears throat> if I could, when you're looking for a yoga teacher, make sure you're practicing that calm method, the communication, is it there, two-way street, are you getting the assistance you need, verbally or physically, or both, do you feel that they're listening to you and are you listening to them? That's a two-week street as well. Modification. Do they encourage you to if it's not working this way to try a different way? You want to find that teacher that encourages you and inspires you, pushes you, but not press you. So use your instinct, use your gut. And allow that to guide you. And if you feel that you have that connection, because you can feel that energy when you step in. You can see it. You can feel it even if it's not there. It's a connection you would know. If you tune in, then you know you have picked a good teacher that will meet your needs. If you have any question about what we discussed in today's podcast... Uh, Definitely shoot me an email um, at info at simplyfitandcurvy.com I appreciate you tuning in. I did not know I would just be going off, but this is something I wanted to really talk about to help you on your journey on finding your teacher. Whether it's for home or outside the home, you want to at least know this method applies to both. Um. Also, again, I was, I'm looking forward to following some of you or all of you on your social media channels. Just look for me on Instagram at simply fit and curvy yoga, and I'll send me a, a direct message, and I'll definitely follow you back so I can encourage you on your journey. And uh, thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I hope you have a wonderful and productive week. And tune into next week's episode where I start talking and showing you or explaining how to keep a consistent yoga practice. And that would be all for today. Have a good one.